It's all about just being conscious. I knew it inherently like in my head, like that's the truth. Like you can do anything, it could be seen as bad or good, but as long as it's conscious and you know why you're doing it, then it'll contribute to your life. I was still figuring that out and I believe I am still figuring that out today. I think that's just a lifelong thing. I think I'm still productive because I'm conscious of the fact that I'm not being productive. Maybe I'm this day or this specific time, I'm just gonna throw it all to the side. I'm gonna go drink or I'm gonna hang out with my girlfriend or I'm gonna go hang out with my friends or I'm gonna single dance. I'm just not gonna care what happens. And the fact that I do that brings me more meaningful relationships, which then the meaningful connection, meaningful everything, which will then fuel my passion for everything else. Welcome back, everybody, to the Lucid Living Podcast, where we're having spiritual conversations around healing and growing spiritually. Today, I have a special guest, Rafi. He actually connected with me through Instagram. He wanted to ask me a few questions, and I said, why don't we just hop on Zoom and get a podcast going? He is a young spiritual seeker that is trying to make sense of this world and who is on the journey to the true self with a strong Zen Buddhist influence, and he's interested in just learning more, just like I am too. So welcome, Rafi. Thank you for joining us today. And um, I'm happy yeah. that you uh, agreed to the yeah. conversations of course i'm always 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 looking forward to it you know i'm always down to having uh spiritual conversations or whatever so i appreciate you also coming coming on and just you know being willing to uh you know put yourself out there like that so congratulate you on that for sure yeah you're the first one i've ever um tried to connect with online oh really i've watched many people yeah and then um, it was just did i text you yesterday no, yeah. two days ago, right? Like two days ago. Um, I don't know, I just found your channel. Right. And you didn't have that many subscribers. And I just felt like, okay, he's a young person and uh, you seem like really, really well read. It's mm -hmm. crazy. I haven't, um, and you just seem to be someone where that's why uh, my first question is going to be basically how you, how do you integrate all this knowledge? I mean, because you seem like somebody who's, um, who's really into books. Mm hmm. And um, you, as, as I said, you seem to be somebody who's like really well read. I mean, I haven't met anybody your age. I mean, even most people I watch on YouTube who are a lot older don't seem to have such a such a wide grasp and such a deep dive into <laughs> into spirituality. And um, I mean, some things you're saying are more on the esoteric sides. Um, yeah, basically, my first question would be: mm -hmm. How do you how do you integrate all this knowledge you have into your day to day life? How does it look like the integration? How do you not get overwhelmed? How do you basically not paralyzed by all this knowledge in the back of your head? You know, I mean, I'm, I'm sure you're trying to get many things right. Yeah. So how do you, yeah, <laughs> how yeah. Do you basically yeah, yeah. with uh, all this new knowledge? Yeah. Um. Awesome. Well, thank you first for the compliment. That's actually, a, you know, I don't get to hear that a lot, but that's pretty good hearing it from you. Um. And I appreciate you, uh, you know, taking on, you know, having that courage to ask, uh, ask people online. I know, I'm, I mean, for I'm, at least for me, it was pretty hard in the beginning to like do something like that. So, um, yeah. So how do I, how do I integrate it? I integrate it through, um, it's a process, you know, from the, since the beginning, you know, I'm trying to, I'm getting all these spiritual concepts and I'm trying to basically apply them to everything. That's how I integrate it. So, you know, when I was in school, that's kind of how it started in college. And mm -hmm. And the, the thing for me was, how can I make the, because I, I understood, because I was st studying a little bit of, um, you know, just neuroscience, psychology, just so I could understand how the brain learned, how the brain uh, captured information and integrated it. And 
it's actually not as linear as one would think. It's very holistic. You know, we learn in a very holistic manner. Um, people who want to uh, memorize things, what they do is they try to connect that with something they already have in their brain, like a memory mm -hmm. or an, in a, an, an associated meaning. And then they're able to tell a story. And so the memory, that's like kind of like a, a hack I learned in, um, in college when I was taking tests. That's what I would do to memorize things. And so I kind of uh, piggybacked off of that. And I started to see spirituality in everything. And that's kind of why, um, you know, why I'm so broad in the sense that I don't focus on one specific thing, like just meditation or just shadow work, because I just I just see spirituality in everything and everything teaches me. So one of the ways I did it was uh, just constantly, you know, reflection, you know, a lot of reflection because reflection led me to associate a different meaning to things. And it also allowed me to connect them. So like my relationships were were very uh, pushed away from for a long time because I didn't know how to connect with people in, in that sense. You know, it was mostly You're romantic or, or also friends? Um, both, both, but more strongly than my like romantic also, because, you know, it's um, mo mostly because me, I myself, it, I have a strong I have a weakness when it comes to to relationships. I guess it was a fear of, you know, not feeling like I could connect with people on spiritual like concepts because it is very hard to be in a place where I'm at where, you know, I'm looking very deeply into things and I'm very like very introspective and then trying to connect with people in the in that same space, like bringing people to where I'm at. Mm -hmm. um, I thought that's what I I thought that's what I wanted, you know, or I thought that's how it should have been. And so <clears throat> so then um my struggle would be would would was uh, which I'm ba barely right now um, being able to solve, which is you know allowing myself to not be so pressured, having my life be one specific way. You know, I, I don't, I don't, you know, I'm not like a a guru or I'm not like a um, a teacher uh, in in my life. I let myself play the roles that I have to play for people sometimes. And although mm -hmm. you know when you awaken. You kind of hate all of the roles. You hate all of the, all of the, um, you know, you know, the matrix basically. But I understand now that um, the matrix is kind of just what we build off from. So if people need a friend, then I'll be a friend. But at the same time, I have to be a friend in my own, in my own self, you know, like a friend in the sense that what would I need as a friend? You know what I mean? Or it's all about service. So integration is very easy. It becomes very easy once you start asking how can you serve the world? Right. Cause then like you are, you are the, you are the actual um, manifestation of everything that you've learned and all of the skills that you've developed. So most often people struggle because they keep asking how the world can serve them. You know, mm -hmm. you know, how can people get into my world? How can people get into my space um, versus them saying, how can I get into other people's spaces and actually have them feel good, you know, and, you know, bring a light onto into their lives. So um, are, does, is that kind of, you know, does that sound, because I know maybe you were asking in terms of like routines and stuff, and I could talk about that also. Not, not really just routines, but um, more in the sense of, because when I started out, I think in that sense, we are similar mm -hmm. because I was also um, more kind of the nerdy kid. I remember like at age 15, especially I just hated school. I didn't fit in. I was reading philosophical texts, heavy, mm -hmm. heavy ones, especially asking the big questions, trying to really, I mean, at that age, I think you have a different drive. Just I, I, 
you have like a, a lot more serious take on these things. You know, you feel like, oh my God, this is so, so important. Why isn't any, anyone yeah. else um, asking these questions? Even older people, you know, um, I, yeah. I, hang, um, I hung out with. Um, and that's why I didn't really fit in. I just didn't have any plane to connect with, with anyone else because basically there was something that was just almost my entire being, like just being taken up by these big questions, by philosophy, by, um, and, and, and over time, and I think just like you, I dove deep into those things mm -hmm. and I've watched a lot, read a lot. And after a while I noticed, um, that there's all this kinds of information. I think you are doing it in a, in a better way than I did back then, that you're mm -hmm. actually trying to, um, I guess it seems like, like take a break, think about these things actually, and try to integrate them. For me, it was more like, maybe it was also a kind of, um, binge eating if you want to um, on, on on basically on, on spiritual information mm -hmm. and um, and my question would rather be how do you because I said there's the thing there's difference between like knowing something and then actually being aware of it and actually being aware of something takes so much time it can be like a little thing you read somewhere which is maybe a higher truth or something but actually getting a grasp grasp on it in a, in a sense that your your body it's like it's like integrated in your body this understanding you know that's actually part of your consciousness you don't have to think about it anymore um there's like a huge difference that's why i'm asking how do you mm -hmm. integrate all those things or is it still or are still most things on your on the intellectual level for you oh no um a lot of the things that i i don't speak on things that i haven't embodied or integrated so you know or if i do then i let people know i'm still learning this mm -hmm. and and so I get, I know, I understand because I was in the place where I would be in, in those philosophical, in that ph philosophical realm for a long time. And then it was very, you know, it was a very mental thing. And then trying, but it wasn't, uh, it wasn't practical. It wasn't practical in the sense that we can ask these big questions, but at the same time, what are you going to do about it? You know, so maybe we could, there's a truth of, you know, we are, you know, uh, multidimensional beings. Right. Mm -hmm. um, we're not restricted by matter. Uh, our, our mind is a lot more powerful than we think. We can be there in that space of, you know, you know, thinking philosophically and be in awe. But then the awe goes away um, after a while because you don't know you like you, you don't know how to integrate it. And what I did was I would question, OK, so if I look at my life and if, you know, if, if I'm infinite, then what would it mean for me to live an infinite life? What would it mean for me to be an infinite person, you know, li un like limitless, right? And and that's when you really start to create a new you, right? You have to really, um, it's all about working on yourself. So, you know, every in every single aspect of my life, I ask myself, what would this look like if it was at 100%? You know, what would this look like if it was fulfilling? And everything, everything, that's how I applied it my life and like applied my philosophy into everything so then i started i would start to explore and and i would explore the ideas in the sense of the ideal um realism to me you know me being realistic that doesn't exist i'm not realistic mm -hmm. but at the same time you know it's a paradox because being realistic is everybody's realistic but in their own way you know we all it's all arbitrary you know we if we get down to the metaphysics you know life is relative for everybody and at the same time, we live in a society where everything's supposed to be realistic. So um, for me, you know, I was having a conversation with a friend and this is what, you know, this would be another example, like in where I kind of applied it. Uh, he was talking to me 
Um, cause I'm not, a, I'm not a big fan of people just hooking up with others. Right. And, um, and so, you know, I had my friend, he just, you know, got over a breakup and, and, um, and, and, uh, he started hooking up with somebody else. Like, and I was talking to him. I was like, you know, um, you don't have to do that. And you know, you're just lying to yourself. Right. And he was like, no, I'm just being realistic. You know, like, um, people, you know, people there, I'm not going to find the perfect person for myself or I'm not like, there is no, there's no sense in me investing my time and energy into somebody. I'm just not in that place right now. I'm being realistic. Mm-hmm. And I was saying, well, I could be realistic in saying that you don't have to be a, a slave to your animalistic instincts. And then, and bam, that was like, for him, it just, you know, it, it's a hit because, you know, um, realistically what we were talking about was, okay, I have these desires I'm attracted to women. Um, I'm just a guy. I'm young. I'm high into, I have high testosterone levels. Like, you know, what am I supposed to do with all of this? And um, I'm just being realistic. I'm just going to sleep with, with, with a bunch of girls and not be emotionally attached. And, um, and in my head, I was like, that's a lie. Realism. Like, you know, a lot of guys, you know, a lot of uh, social media right now is talking about that, you know, like you're young, go have your fun, blah, blah. But in my head, I'm just hearing, uh, but we're not just sex. You know, we're not just sexual beings. That's a limit. That's a limited perspective in the sense that we are the truth. The truth of philosophical truth is that we are multidimensional beings capable of consciously expressing ourselves the way we choose to do so. Right. So um, so then I'm being realistic in the sense that, you know, you, you're you're not just that, you know, you can choose to be um, something else and you're choosing to not do so right now. So. You know what I mean? So that's another, that's, that's hopefully that's a good example for you to see how I've integrated it. Um, Mm -hmm. Because it's almost like my way of being is all about how can I be, uh, how can I push, push and expand on the current reality? You know, how can I, how can I stretch reality into this, into this more freeing, more understanding, more conscious uh, thing? You know what I mean? So, so then, uh, that's kind of, you know, that's kind of the, the, it's an attitude. It's more of an attitude than a way of, uh, than, than just a philosophy and a concept. You know what I mean? Yeah, I hope, I hope so. It should be. Otherwise, otherwise there's not much point to it, I guess. Then otherwise you could just as well read some science sci-fi novels or, <laughs> um, yeah. and you would get probably more out of it. Um, because, um, yeah, that's, that's what I also wanted to ask you after a conversation because, um, you seem to be really keen on. I think, like, I feel like with you, you have many points. You got them right. For example, mm-hmm. um, the point of actually embodying things, integrating them, and um, also oh, I just forgot which one I wanted to say. Um, there's another one, um, but yeah, it's, this is this is like so important that you that you um, have this approach to spirituality, and because at the end of the day there's no it's it's nothing else than life itself you know it's nothing else than relationships we have it's it's every moment and mm-hmm. sometimes people have like this disconnection between spirituality and like everyday life you know like every moment is spirituality um it's it's it's, it's your it's your um relationship to everything um it, right. whether it's i don't know whether it's this flight flying around or your mother or school or whatever it is i mean and this is something you really have grasped and um, this is really important, I think. And one point you were making 
Um, what I think really is important is you were talking about um, hooking up and that the guy, your, your friend, um, kind of adopted this view on women and on, 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 on sexuality and dating. Mm -hmm. And this is a huge point that I've noticed with myself too. Um, not, not, not this one, but um, mm -hmm. on a more general level, on, on views and values. Mm -hmm. and, and I'm sure you have also this issue now that your perspective has changed so much, I guess, um, and is in stark contrast, I guess, to most people around you, that you're, um, that I don't know about you, if you've like distanced yourself from many people, because that's something I've noticed. Mm -hmm. And it's something also I really um, um, like about you, that you're thinking for yourself and taking a, that you're really asking, is this the only way to see life? Or is this the right way to see life? Isn't there another way, basically? Like all, right. all can start with this question. Isn't there another way to living life and seeing things? Yeah. So how do you, I mean, because now I'm sure you have diff very different views and values from most people. And, and do you sometimes, for example, I myself feel like distancing myself more and more from, not from my friends, but from just like random parties and, and all those kinds of things, those random social gatherings and, mm -hmm because I feel like they have an impact because there's always this underlying, every time somebody talks, there are underlying right. values and views he's, right. uh, he's, um, that are contained within his messages, which maybe he isn't aware of, but, um, but I just feel so different to, to those people, especially in views and values. And I don't want to always be ending up in a, in a kind of, you know, value battle. So how do you, how, yeah, how, has, how has that changed for you? <laughs> being? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So basically, how do I navigate through the social landscape where there's conflicting values and, you know, but there's also relational attachments, you know, where you're, you know, maybe you have a friend and you guys don't see the world the same way, for example. Is that kind of kind of where you're going? You're just generally, how is your, um, how is your um, experience in the social world changed and how do you go about it? Like, have you disconnected from some friends? Yeah. Just, just on a general level. Yeah. So this is actually, if you had asked me this a month ago, I would have given you a completely different answer. And <laughs> yeah, and so that's the funny thing that, because um, I've, I've been working on that for a while right now. And I think I've hit, I've hit a stride. I've hit, um, I've been feeling myself go be so much happier, have having much more fulfilling relationships because of nice it. Nice to hear. And, yeah. Um, so the, the word I came from was, you know, I used to think that, I have to push people away um, if they didn't, if they weren't the same, if they didn't have the same values as I did, because, you know, why would I hang out with somebody who doesn't see the world the same way as I do? Um, mm -hmm. But at the same time, I also had this conflict where I was like, but, you know, but you could, you have so much potential, you know, like we all have so much potential. Um, and I would often be the guy that'd be like, you know, but you could do better, you know, especially with my male friends. I'd be like, you know, there's a lot more you can do. You know, they don't like, don't sell yourself short. This um, is such a huge one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, like the potential people have, they aren't, so, they aren't aware of it, like even dimly aware of their potential. Everybody right. has. That's it. Right. Keep on. Yeah, yeah. And, and, you, and then you get frustrated because then, you know, maybe people don't want to hear that, you know, because, because then for me, I was speaking from a place and there's something that I learned recently that um, at one point it became kind of like self isolating, you know, like self. I, I was becoming a victim. Like I was playing the victim mm -hmm. because I'd be saying, you know, well, people don't understand me. People don't see where I'm coming from. 
you know, I just want to help the world. People don't like want to see that. And and like I'm alone and I'm just going to go to a place where people actually do see me because there are people and you do find people like my experience has been has been that when you put yourself out there, you find like minded individuals. And I've been putting myself out there for a while now. But at the same time, I had this conflict where my pe- my people, you know, my family, my friends in the physical world um, weren't there with me. And but they, we would connect on different things, you know. So um, just recently I, I recognized and this was something that I had with my with my own like relationship with my girlfriend was, um, you know, sometimes you just the, the pressure came from. And this is where it really was. The pressure came from having so much like ambition and so much drive, but also being impatient and feeling like I needed to be where I wanted to be right now. Like I needed, does that make sense? Sorry. Yeah. Impatient is a big one. Yeah. Impatient. Yeah. Yeah. So like, you know, I had this plan in my head, you know, I'm gonna get married at 25. I'm gonna have kids, you know, at 30, I'm going to be, you know, um, I'm going to have this big business and be helping so many people along the way, be so advanced in my spirituality. Um, and I was trying in, in this, I didn't feel like I was there and I would look around me and I noticed, yes, like people, people aren't there where I would want for them to be, you know, like people, like I'd get um, stressed out because, you know, I wanted a community of tight knit individuals that were all connected to their spiritual truth. And, and I was working towards that and I was slowly growing it. But then like, I didn't, I wouldn't turn off that, like in that drive when it came to my close friends and family. So then I'd look at them and, I, and I'd be like, oh, but they're not like in the same wavelength as I am. So I'm going to push them away, you know, cause I'm, mm-hmm. I'm frustrated because they're not where I want them to be. And, and that has been a big issue in my life that I just feel like I've overcome. So I, the mindset now has been, you know, um, you have to enjoy your life, you know, whatever at whatever point you're at you're there because you know you need you need to be there like and and um and from i'm 23 and to be where i want to be like you know there is no timeline there is no you know all of that is just relative like i said going back so impatience Mm -hmm. comes from this belief of you need to be there now or um because you know i got to the point now where i'm like i look at my life now this is you know this is kind of like the the practical way of doing it, which is I sat down and I asked myself, how does my life have to look like right now for me to enjoy it and die um, feeling okay with me having never accomplished what I wanted? So once that happened, I sat down and I thought, well, it looked like me, you know, dancing a little more, me talking to my friends a little more, me um, sitting down with the people that are close to me even though they're not in the same wavelength or same reality as I am. Like me letting go of, of this idea that people have to be moving all the time because that's a timeline that I put on them, you know? So, and, and, and it's, it's okay though. You know, it's okay because I have that timeline on myself, you know, Mm -hmm. that same pressure that I put on myself. I'm so hard on myself that I'll be hard on others too. And I didn't know how to, you know, filter or like align every single aspect of my life to where they all felt like they worked together. All I wanted was for for every aspect of my life to align into one and go into this one direction. And that's a very masculine approach to life. But then there's also the feminine approach, which is going with the flow and just feeling things out as they go. You know, so so I'm learning that from my girlfriend because she's very go with the flow. She does everything off like feeling. 
and she does everything off of like, you know, so she has her fun. Um, she's, she's young and I'm very like very strict. I'm very disciplined. And, mm-hmm. and that's where all of this comes from, you know, that discipline, that's a great combination. but the combination is, 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 uh, that's what I needed. And I need to embody that. You know what I mean? Yes. I'm saying it's, it's great for your relationship. So you can both yeah. learn something from each other. It's a really great match in that sense. It is. It is. And I thought, it, I thought it wasn't, you know, I, for a long time, I thought, dang, like, you know, she needs to be in my lane, you know, she needs to be disciplined. She needs to be all this, but, um, that's the issue. You know, that's, that's why I mentioned, like, that's why, I, that's why I had so many struggles in relationships, but does that make, does that, does that help? Yeah. I'm, I'm also like, um, taking notes while you're talking mm-hmm. and, and because they're like different topics come up and, um, and I do think, that's like disconnecting that's something i haven't done i haven't disconnected from any friends because they mm-hmm. aren't um, spiritually interested and because i almost i haven't met many people in like in real life who are really were either open to spirituality or mm-hmm. like somewhat into it i mean finding someone who's really into spirituality um who's really nerdy about it that's it's not easy like you really have to go to those places and usually at those places i went to those meditation centers mm-hmm. Average age was probably I don't know like thirty five or something and and up, yeah. uh, so there weren't many twenty year old twenty year olds and so in that sense and from you I can also and this reminds me of um of of, of Sam he is um on this waking up app I don't know if you know it of all oh, the Harris. yeah the song yeah, there's um there, there there's an, a meditation app by Sam oh, okay. Harris oh by Sam Harris sorry yeah yeah, yeah. and um, sometimes. They're like those moments. They're called just mini messages. There's one message that is, um, I think, that fits in very well to this. He says there are two ways of being with other people. One way is we can want something from them, or we can just be with them without wanting anything. I think this fits in very well, also with your friends. That's something yeah. I do with my friends too. I mean, I have many friends who aren't into spirituality at all, and I don't care because. Because there are different planes on which I can meet them, you know. Right. Like I don't have, I, like you don't have to bring spirituality into it. I mean, I can. We can talk about. I don't know. I mean, there, there's there's a reason why you're friends, you know, apart from spirituality. So you can connect on those things. And um, yeah, and, and everybody's a different point. That's also something one has to really understand that everybody's at their own point, at their own pace. And I think a great thing about because, for example, I find your views also very um, inspiring. And I can really tell that you're very disciplined. And that's also something that's very inspiring. And thank you. I think you just being yourself and, and, and improving. And I mean, they're going to see how you're improving, you know, the way you react, the way you see life, that you become more chill and whatever, all those things. I mean, they're mm-hmm. going to see it, you know, you don't even have to tell them. And if right. somebody, let's say, is struggling with something with discipline and is like, hey, I've got this buddy who's really good at it, good at this. So he's, they're going to go up to you and ask you yeah. if there's this other thing, like um, you don't, don't help anyone who hasn't asked for help, you know? <laughs> right, right. Like, don't put it on, on, onto them. Right. It's, there's no point because somebody has to, has to be open to it. I mean, it's just like you meet somebody who's not open to spirituality. There's no point in telling him. He's not going to listen to you. <laughs> yeah. And it's the yeah. same with friends. I mean, I, yeah. I have friends, they have nothing to do with spirituality at all. Right. But still, I can enjoy their company and just be with them, like, by just not wanting anything from them, you know, just, yeah. yeah. And... And another thing I wonder is um, because you um, you have such high goals in your life, mm-hmm. it, it does sound a bit like, um, um, do you sometimes feel like it's, it's a bit of like your ego projection? Um, what do you mean? Like, I mean, everybody, um, 
I mean, everybody is like an ideal self, right? And how they would want to be. And there's some, and there's, that's a point we are like heading to. And and I mean, life doesn't go the way you want to. And it's great that you have life planned out and you have like do you have goals and a vision and all those things. But don't you sometimes take a step back and ask yourself, aren't those aren't some of those things or maybe um the the level at at which I want to achieve those things projections of my ego that mm. yeah okay um I think that I think that the fuel it's like writing a story and mm -hmm. like you know you've got the ink and you've got the pen and like the ink is my heart's desire and that's my truth you know like that's what drives everything that I do it's the passion but then the way I format it and structure it is my ego so so then you know sometimes I, and the ego is good though, you know, right? Like I'm pretty sure you, the ego is good in the sense that it gives your life structure and it gives a story. But at the same time, you don't have to write it down the way, you know, you don't always have to structure it a, a specific way. And, and sometimes, you know, there's times where there is no structure and I just write and it's free written and it, and, and, and it comes out to be a lot better than I thought it, I, I wanted it to be or than how I first thought I wanted it to be. And, um, yeah. And I think that the, the, for sure, the ego projection, it, it comes from, it's more so seen in the sense that I'm projecting my ego when I say that I'm not like, you know, I'm not there yet. Like I, I'm no, nobody else is there yet, or I need to be there faster or I need to put in more work because, um, you know, I, I could work for hours every day, but then that would mm -hmm. be at the cost of my relationships. Right. So, which, which you noticed are the most important things in life, which are the most important <laughs> things. Yeah. Which are, which they are. And, and I didn't, I didn't think so. I thought maybe I could, uh, I could get there really quick and I can, you know, I can do that. But at the same time, um, I was thinking that I could get there really quick and then, and then go and go and see them. And that's what a lot mm -hmm. of people do. And it's not just in business. It's also in not, not, it's not just in spirituality. It's also in business and other things, getting money because I see it with my friends, you know, Sometimes my friends are struggling because they're they're just trying to make money really quick. You know, they're just trying to they're just trying to pay bills and and get to that desired goal. And then I see them. I'm like, and so for example, one example is good. Uh, I had a friend who same same friend. We're pretty close, so you know, if, if you hear me talking, you already know who you are. But um, he actually, you know, he had, he had you know family issues, and he's trying to help out his parents and his family. And his life is very much revolves around money. You know, if only I had money, I could solve these problems. I could help my mom out. I could help my sister out. And I told him, you know, um, what what if you could just, well, they don't need you financially. Maybe they just need you emotionally. And um, so how can you serve them in an emotional manner? Maybe you don't have the money, but maybe you can serve them better if you just became a more emotionally intelligent person and you help them be okay with their feelings and their struggles. And, you know, funny, I was telling him that while I was, you know, I wasn't later on, I would do the same thing, but it was just with, with my business instead of just trying to chase money. Um, so that's, a, that's the thing. Like, you know, um, we like, I guess I was just, I don't know, I kind of got lost. I, I kind of went on that, but um, there's a lot that you can offer to people right now. And, and just because they're, you're, they're not receiving, you know, uh, what you thought they needed um, doesn't mean that you're not, you know, you're not progressing as an individual. So, cause I'm all about progress. I'm all about growth and, yeah, um, I've noticed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Very much about growth and progress. Pushing this message. <laughs> yeah. That's basically it. Um, 
don't know. Did I, did I get, does it, does that make sense? I, I know I kind of veered off a little bit, but, um, it was a bit off the whole ego thing. Um, did you want me to expand on a specific point? Um, no, I just want to add one more thing. And I think this is something that's, that one keeps on, um, trying to, I mean, living life is probably the most difficult art form, I guess, mm -hmm. because you always have to walk on this, um, the edge of the knife like on knife's edge mm -hmm. and and i guess because the thing is i see because on, on one side you have to be aware that you never arrive i mean because life never stops and you, you never stop growing mm -hmm. and at the same time of course you have to um look at i mean because of, and at the same time there are many things you can improve and, and, and grow at but i guess that's i guess that's the that's the that's the skill and difficult part that you allow yourself to chill wherever you are because yeah. it's exactly okay that, that you are at this, at this place and at the same time not get I don't know lethargic or lazy and not do anything anymore and, and, and start and get stuck at a place or um, which is which is also not the end of the world if you get stuck maybe that's what you maybe that's your lesson you need <laughs> you never yeah. know <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. how did you sometimes forget this in your in your in your um, very ambitious um, approach and way of, of living yeah um well you know I, for me it was this thing of i know i'm not gonna get to where i want to get to because i'm just i'm just on a mission you know like i'm gonna die and i'm just gonna and then people are gonna follow you know my mission is is forever you know um so you know subconsciously i understood that i'm not gonna get where i want to get to uh but at the same time I thought that I wanted to get as much done as I could before I left. And then, um, and I wanted to feel like I was there kind of. And so I did get lost because I was, uh, it was more so I had everything else in place. Like, you know, everything else was kind of, um, it was, a, it was a lot of ideas of what I thought success would look like. That's really what it is. You know, mm -hmm. I, I would, uh, I would judge things based off this idea of success of, for me, you know, YouTube count you know, YouTube subscribers. It was first that um, I want to hit a million or I want to hit hundred K or, you know, I want to get monetized. I want to, you know, um, you know, it started with that. And then it also would move into once I got my relationship, you know, I was like, okay, I want to get married. I want to have kids. I want to have uh, like, you know, I want to have a, a spiritual, like a healer as a partner or something like that. Or I want to have a business <laughs> partner. Um, and then, you know, and, and so I would paint this picture and I'd get attached to the picture. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, and, um, and, and then the, the, when, when speaking about embodied, you know, embodied truth or embodied, uh, or like your attitude, my attitude would shift because I was coming from a place where I was attached to that picture. And I wanted, I wanted, I wanted the how I didn't want the why I wanted the how. So then, um, that pressured everything that messed with everything. So then, um, even though I was attuned to the why, you know, I would always, I would always use the why as my drive, but at the same time, um, my actual main, the, the decision, which I based all my things from was more from the how. And I think that's really where, where, where a lot of people struggle with too. So um, right now, uh, you know, a lot of things are working out for me because I let go of the how. And, and it really comes from trusting the universe. You know, it really comes from trusting, like, you know, I have good intentions and, and I love myself and I love my life. And um, that's a great and, place to be. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it is. And 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 you know what? Also, uh, 
I'll, you mentioned something about, you know, sometimes it's cool. You just want to chill. You're like, you know, maybe I'm just going to go uh, relax, watch some Netflix or something. And and for me, I, I think it's all about just being conscious. And that's something that I that I'm that I was trying to like, I knew it inherently, like in my head, like that's the truth. Like You can do anything, you know, it could be seen as bad or good. But as long as it's conscious and you know why you're doing it, then it'll contribute to your life. I was still figuring that out. And, I'm, and I believe I'm still figuring that out today. I think that's just a lifelong thing. But, you know, like, I think I'm still productive because I'm conscious of the fact that I'm not being productive. Maybe I'm this day this, or this specific time, I'm just going to, you know, throw it all to the side, you know, going to go drink or I'm going to hang out with my girlfriend or I'm going to go hang out with my friends or I'm just going to go dance. And I'm just not, I'm just not going to care what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fact that I do that uh, brings me more meaningful relationships, which then, or meaningful connection, meaningful everything, which will then fuel my also my passion for everything else. So you were basically in the grip of productivity of this um, of this was this the case, and now you're you were able to step back and put in more chill time, time you didn't have to spend productively, and this has improved all a- other areas of your life. Yeah, yeah, because um, I, I actually recorded a little. This is funny because I actually recorded myself in my car because i drive for uber eats and i'm uh, i got so much time just doing that so i was just recording myself and and i sometimes record my insights on there and i literally talked about this yesterday in my car where i was i was thinking that um productivity isn't really productivity is also relative and and i'm productive in the sense i don't know who, i don't know how people define productivity i don't even know how i would define it but just progressing right just progressing in my head And yeah, I was in the grips of, of like productivity is supposed to look like this, you know? Um, and I never really questioned what productivity would look like for me. So I would always have like these routines and I would always have um, like this schedule. Um, and I was all, always like planning everything out by the hour. And, mm-hmm. and then recently I kind of let that go and now I'm coming back to it, but with a different perspective in the sense that, um, that, you know, Things are going to come up. And as long as I'm as long as I'm hitting, you know, I'm getting my basic needs met, getting my survival needs. I'm not neglecting, you know, my bills, the physical world, um, the earthly, the earthly world. Um, as long as I get that done, everything else is all on me. Like me building this business is a choice. Me going hang out with my friends is a choice. Me uh, going to see my family is a choice. All of that is a choice. And the fact that I know that it's a choice makes it 10 times more meaningful, you know, because now I'm living a life that I enjoy because I don't feel restricted by a necessity of, I need to be this specific person to somebody, or I need to be uh, put outputting this much of things in for my business. Like now it's like, no, I want to do that. And I like doing that. And if it gets too much, then I'll just, you know, I'll just switch it up. Yeah, sometimes we forget that most of the things we are doing, we don't have to do those. Right. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes it just gets kind of a routine, and we just yeah, as you said, and then after a while, you just you just take a step back, and you're like, wait, wait a sec. I mean, I don't have to do those things that are like weighing me down, or um, or maybe <clears throat> seeing them the other way to be grateful, to be able to to get the opportunity to do those things. Right. Um, that's something. Some sometimes if you I adopt. On, on issues that I don't really want to do. Um, but I'm like, okay, I get to do this. I get to have this kind of problem, you know, not all the other problems yeah. which so many other people on this planet have. Um, and kind of, yeah, seeing it from the, from the point of gratitude. Um, yeah. And I've, one um, thing, 
Yeah. Oh, sorry. I was just going to add um, a lot of the lessons I've learned right now have been from actually like a business business guy, Gary V. I don't know if you've heard of him. No, I don't watch any business stuff. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the reason Gary why is, yeah, he, uh, he, he really talked, he's really talked about all of this and I kind of, you know, I will, it was an idea in the works that I would always carry in my head, but he's actually living it, you know, and he's, he's talking from that space of, you know, like, um, life is, is people talk about balance in the sense of, okay, like today, you know, 50% business, 20% relationships, 20%, um, you know, health, health and stuff. And then we talk about the wheel of life, you know, and, and he was talking about balance is just a life thing. It's not a daily, weekly, monthly, or even yearly thing. It's a life thing. So if you have to today, you know, cause I have so many interests, you know, like I love writing. I want to get more, more of my writing out there, but I can't right now because I'm trying to build this, what this machine that I'm building right here with, which has to do with video. Um, and I also love dancing. I love performing. I love, uh, I love my family. Um, and, and I, I put it into this thing where, where it's just life, you know, like I would also want to be a spiritual healer, like develop my psychic abilities and all, all of those things. And I have done that little, a little bit. Everything has been a little bit. And my main focus is my business right now. And I feel bad. I would feel bad because I think I just want to do it all right now. Is there any so way I can, can fit relate. it into my, huh? <laughs> I can so relate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So hopefully this is helpful to you because, because um, I would try to do it all in one day. You know, I'd be like, okay, so if I want to do it, you know, I got to get the system in place because I'm, I'm all about productivity, right? So let me, I know, I know I've read all the books, you know, Charles Duhigg, uh, you know, creating systems versus, um, versus goals, all those things. And then, um, and then I would, I would think about, okay, so the system would be, so today I'm going to do 10 minutes of meditation, 20 minutes of reading. I'm going to go work for like seven hours. I'm going to sit with my girlfriend for like two hours. I'm going to talk to my friends for like an hour. And I, and, and I would do that. And I would try to do that every day. And then now I'm just like, you know, I'm just like, you know, screw it. You know, like I'm going to, I'm going to do what I think I need right now. So I'm going to wake up. Okay. I'm a little foggy. I'm going to meditate. And then I'm at this time, I'm going to start working. And then after this time, then I'll figure it out. You know, it's kind of, you know, it's in the works, but then the, the reason I'm like that though, is because I would always be so pressured. Like I, I'm a writer, so I want to write or I'm a dancer. So I need to go perform. And so how am I going to fit this all into my monthly calendar? Like, how is this going to look? Um, because I want to get to that goal at the end mm -hmm. of the day. Um, but then now I'm thinking it's like, well, I don't have to be a dancer, complete performer right now because I am in a, in a team. I'm, I'm in a team and I would love to grow on that, too. But right now, my love and my heart is mostly into my relationships and my business. And so but that doesn't mean and here's and I'm a, I'm a, I want to continue on that. But that doesn't mean that I can't still work on it right now. So what I'm doing is I'm working on having my business be connected to all of these other things. So my friends who are also dancers, I'm going to create a podcast with them about dancing and spirituality. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. if, what, how, like if, when you let go of, you know, I have to do this, you know, in terms of a monthly thing, or I have to do this in terms of a specific phase in my life. Um, you know, when you let that go, then you, you open up to like, okay, so let's be being honest with ourselves. Where is my heart? Where does my heart want me to go right now? And then also my heart never leaves me. So, so because I'm not working on my writing right now, doesn't mean I'm not going to work on it in the future, in like 10 years, you know? And, and then, and then once I'm there, then I can expand on, on what I've already built, you know? And, and then, 
And then I could also be a healer, maybe, you know, 20 years down the line and just be a, like, like a really good, just a G, you know, just a G at healing. Like, I would love to be a beast. You know what I mean? Like, because <laughs> yeah, I, I, I love you're it. Like, yeah, you're extremely ambitious. It's just, it's very, um, it's very inspiring because I'm, <clears throat> I'm trying to um, get my discipline installed and mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm more the kind of type of like your girlfriend is more chill and more spontaneous, mm -hmm. more... Um, although I'm disciplined, there are some things I do daily, like meditating one to two or three hours per day. That's something I always do. It's just always. not negotiable. Mm -hmm. But uh, other things I'm free on. And But the same, I also like really like writing and I want to improve it. And I am also into so many things just like you are. Mm -hmm. And it's just, and, and, and it, but, but for example, I've noticed with myself that when I um, structure my day like you did, like to the minute, <laughs> something that I really noticed, like, like after a couple of days that gets lost is aliveness. I just don't feel like I'm alive anymore. It just gets, it's get lo it just gets lost so fast because sometimes in the evenings I've noticed, although I want to read in the evening, one hour, two hours, mm -hmm. oftentimes I just have like the, 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 the urge to, to, to socialize, to, mm -hmm. um, to meet up with my girlfriend or um, meet up with some friends or take a walk or something like that. And, and, yeah, that's what I'm, what I'm wondering about. Isn't didn't that get lost too for you? Your your aliveness, in a sense. Maybe yeah, not totally. Yeah, and and not and and it even you know would bite me in the and you know would also bite me back because like my girlfriend wouldn't be happy. You know, like <laughs> she doesn't want some boring dude that's just always like meditating and reading and just like never wants to go out, never wants to eat out because, you know, he's trying to save money for the business and, like, you, you should know. become a monk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and like, if I'm a monk, I gotta be a monk, not just some dude <laughs> in a relationship, you know? So like, yeah. And, and the funny thing is that, you know, I, I, I think I need that because, you know, in my past I was, you know, I loved, I loved drinking and dancing. And that's a big part of my community of my, of my, uh, you know, me like Mexicans love to drink and dance. Mm -hmm. And, um, and at one point I was celibate and I was sober and just like abstinent from, from drinking and everything. And I loved it and I learned a lot, but then at the same time, my family, you know, I would lose out on my family. Mm -hmm. And, um, and now, you know, I just, you know, I, I don't drink crazy. Um, I, it's more of a more mature perspective, but, but yeah, like, that still lives in me and and everybody back in my parent for my parents uh in mexico they have a little village everybody knows me as this guy that just loves to have fun super spontaneous you know drinker he's very extroverted just this dancer um which is completely different than who i am here you know and and that's like a separate life so i'm like you know why can't i just be both you know why can't i just um be bring joy to people in that way too you know yeah trying to integrate all of those different aspects um into your life and also um yeah but that's i i don't know if you have anybody who you can be all those kind of aspects with you know i think those are like really special people people who you can um be i don't know the drinker type the chill type maybe and then also the discipline the very deep thinking guy um do you know what i mean because oftentimes i think we have as, as you said like different compartments for different mm -hmm. aspects of our being and yeah. um that's that's just what my experience has been like and um yeah what, what were you um sorry i know you have an interesting point there and i, I want to build off that but you were saying that you don't have anybody that you can be all of that for is that what you said no i do have one but it's just two people and they're really close but it's 
it hasn't been easy to find people like that where you can really be show your different aspects. I mean, just like you, uh, I guess, like most young people like to go out and um, socialize, go to bars. Because oftentimes, for example, I've noticed that with people who are into philosophy, nerdy things, they don't, they aren't that social, you know, they don't, they can be, they don't usually like to go to bars or um, that's just my, what my experience has been like, or they're like a bit too nerdy, you know, so yeah. having someone who's a balanced person. I mean, this is what it's all about, right? To, right. to becoming a balanced person. I mean, yeah. we all have different kinds of aspect, aspects. Some are, some are um, heavier, some, some less so. And it's, it's about like balancing this out and, 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 and um, yeah. Yeah, I think the, I mean, that's the interesting thing, though, where, I mean, I know there's a lot of people that are, that's kind of just a people thing where, you know, they like to limit themselves, um, which I've noticed. But at the same time, there is, this is an interesting thing of like, you know, you don't get boring when you're, when you, when you just, when you're everything, right? When you have so many interests and so many things that you want to do, that's a, that it's like the complexity is what brings aliveness to life. And, um, and I think that, you know, the way, the way to a very like fulfilling relationship and this kind of something I'm learning where, you know, they're like, you want your partner to never know who you truly are. You know, it's almost like there's always something you can do. You know what I mean? There's always something more else to learn because that's life and that's people in general. That's just, you're never gonna, I just feel like you're never gonna get a person down. And I don't think people will ever get me down in the sense, you know, I'm just me. Like, I don't think you will either ever get yourself down because right. because unless unless you're like um, I mean you're alive life is in constant flux and right. you are alive and you're also in constant flux right and what most people unfortunately do is they um, hinder themselves they just they just um, box themselves in and that's why it's so important to straight to stay free and open and keep on changing and I mean there's some hindrances to 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 um, to development mm-hmm. and. And this is a way to um, stagnate, but you're not that kind of person. You just you're just constantly going to. I mean, that's why you're continuously going to get to know yourself, and by doing new things, you're also exploring new sites you didn't know before. Right. Because you don't you don't have an intellectual um, entrance to those to those sites. You get to know them by doing those things, by trying out new things, and you're like, oh, okay, I see. Didn't know that aspect of myself. Right. And that's the beauty of life, I guess. I mean, that's also something you can share with your partner. It's just the continuous getting to know each other. And um, the better you get to know yourself, the better of a manual you can give your partner um, and the better and the deeper the relationship is going to become. And uh, it's one of the beauties of life, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I love that. I love infinite, that. Infinite exploration. It is. And it's, and it's all you, you know? Yeah. Like it's all, it's all you. And I think that's, that's a beautiful truth right there because you already have it down, you know? But I was just going to say like, you know, I love the idea, like I'm in a constant, like you said, flux, right? I'm in a relationship with life. We're all in a relationship with life. And, um, and she's showing you things every day. And she's giving you opportunities to learn more about what she has to offer to, to you. Mm-hmm. At the same time, the more you interact with her, you learn a little bit more about yourself. And so then, and so now you learn something new through this entity that we call life about yourself. And, um, like, for example, like, I wouldn't know, I wouldn't know how I'd be as a boyfriend if I wasn't a boyfriend. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, exactly. Yeah. You can't, yeah, like, you can't intellectually find it out, you know? You can't. You can't. <laughs> Only by experience. Yeah. And those are the things that I feel are make, make it fun, you know? Um, and that's why, like, you know, people, 
um, like for me, I never boxed myself in and, and I would all some, you know, I would suggest something. I would always just, I always tell people, you know, if, um, take up a new skill, be curious, stay curious, you know, because you never know. I think so, the older you become, the more important this becomes to, to really get out of your, your routines because the people I see around myself and in society, it's just, and I can tell with myself as well, you just start becoming more, um, more fixed in your routines and your way of being in life. I think that's why you have to take an extra effort to counteract that, um, that stagnation, basically. Otherwise, life's going to become boring. And uh, yeah, and you're going to lose aliveness, which I think is, I mean, everybody wants to feel alive and really, really feel alive, like become conscious of being alive. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. What do you think is, uh, I mean, what do you think is people's, you know, greatest struggle when it comes to, like, I guess, knowing themselves? That's something I've thought about a bit, and I wanted to write an article about it, like the, the hindrances to, to, to getting to know yourself and to developing. And uh, I think the biggest one is not being honest with yourself and compassion and lack of compassion. Like, we were constantly deceiving ourselves. We were telling ourselves maybe, or putting things in a, in a better light than they actually are maybe, just to, um, just to have, a, because everybody wants to feel good about themselves. Right. And, um, and I think this is probably the biggest hindrance to, to, um, to not be honest with yourself. And, it, and there's where compassion comes in. I mean, I mean, let's say if you want, if, if I did something wrong and you would start to criticize me in like an angry way, mm. I would block off. But if you were starting to do it in a very compassionate way, I would listen, of course. And it's the same with yourself. If you, I think that's, that's why it's so important to have a friendly relationship to, towards oneself and compassion so that whenever something happens, um, you're like, okay, actually, I wanted to change this, but I didn't. And then you're like, okay, then you can enter in a real conversation with yourself. But if you know you're going to be like harshly criticizing yourself, you're not even going to look look at this thing because you know that there's this part in you that's going to criticize you for doing this. That's why you're like blocking it out from your consciousness, basically. Yeah, I would say those two things, honesty and, and compassion. Yeah, that's really good. You're, you're, uh, you're pretty well, um, very well thought out. And um, yeah, that's pretty good. I was I was really thinking about um, myself, like what would be, you know, what would what would what would define me, you know, to and, you know, I was thinking like in the future, you know, because um, I'm already I, I'm winning, you know, I'm winning in my life because I just love, yeah, you, are. <laughs> you know, like uh, I feel like I am. And and then I, and if somebody wanted to be winning also, what I would say that helped me was, you know, I just never lied to myself. You know, or I just at least tried to never lie to myself, um, basically being honest. And and um, I think that's the biggest issue today, too. You know, people just lie a lot to themselves. Um, and, and, and the way it looks like, because I really want this to be clear for people is, you know, when you push that emotion away or when you push that thought away, um, when you can't stand your internal uh, world. You know, that's really kind of what people do. It's like, like, oh, I, I know I need to heal, but not right now. Or, you know, like, I know I'm angry, but nah, I'm not, I don't I want to say anything. You know, all those things or even like, oh, I want to I want to go out and do this thing. But nah, like, I'm not that person. You know, like that's that's uh, that's how it's seen. That's how and, and little by little you keep doing that. And then you end up being something that you don't even recognize. So, yeah, I mean, that's something that I would say, too. Yeah, um, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you're you're a writer then, right? You 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 say you're you're writing an article. What do you do? You blog or what do you do? Um, I'm doing it for myself so far. 
until mm-hmm. I'm until I've reached a level that I'm comfortable at. And um, and just like you, I guess I have many different interests, and there's some sometimes get in the way because I'm still at uni and um, all your university. Yeah, I'm still at uni exactly, and okay. that's why I'm looking forward to um, being done soon and actually just focusing on those on the things that matter. I mean, just like you, I think. Um, the books I read, I feel like they're so much more important than anything I've learned at uni or yeah. in school. Like, and that's why I kind of get annoyed almost by doing these things for uni and reading the things I have to do for uni, even if they're like important on a societal level. I just don't feel like they're really the things that matter. Yeah. And um, yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to when I'm finally done and can um, yeah commit myself to um, to the things I want to look more deeply into and, um, and think about because um, that's thing I, that's something I haven't done enough. I think that's what you're doing often mm-hmm. actually reflecting on all the things that you've learned. Sometimes, for example, I just read those things or I watch them and like, okay, this was interesting. You can write them down, but mm-hmm. it's important to go back and reflect and to really think about it because, because, because of, because of, because of impatience, because <laughs> I just want to, <laughs> I just want to know it all now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, and instead of, actually um um getting a better grasp on one little thing i just you know i just consume too much but that but that's in but that's something i'm um i'm working on right now and that's um, improving and i'm instantly i mean you instantly see the improvement um mm-hmm. yeah if you just take a break and the next day you just go over it sit down in the park or whatever with a piece of paper and just think about it and how it and more importantly how can you integrate it how can you how can you use this information actively in your life i think that's the most important part that it's not just some kind of theory floating around in your mind yeah and what are you uh what are you studying for i'm doing computational linguistics it's called i don't know if you know about it is, is that it's like the, like programming yeah it's, it's computer science and computer linguistics. Science, yeah okay. and it is cool you know it's not like it's right. uncool or stuff but it's just life is just too short you know there's just so many other things that are so much more important i think you can relate than most of most other things yeah um i was actually in school for uh not computer science but i was doing biomedical engineering so i i uh i graduated with my with my psychology degree because that's when i when i realized i want to do that um but that's a great degree too because i feel like lots of psycho- psychologists and psychotherapists yeah I, uh, spirituality because it has to do with the mind yeah 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 uh, the thing but i'm not what is it what was i gonna say i was gonna say that um oh but i learned more from the books that i was reading than i did from the psychology courses too like i knew i already knew what they were talking about um like i, I would hardly go to class so oh, really yeah like from the spirituality books from the spirituality the books huh. i would read a lot of psychology a lot of psychology too um it's just i think you know the the mind is it's just when you put it into a universal university structure it's very uh limiting because they only do what's scientifically uh can be measured but a lot yeah. of the mind cannot be measured you know what i mean you can't measure the mind um so like yeah i was like already you know i could have graduated maybe a lot sooner if i had started with um with psychology as my as my first first uh as my major my, my first major you know i, I don't want to do therapy either i don't want to be a therapist um at least right now i think and the reason i say that is because um where, at, where you're at right now you could you what you're doing is synthesis you know we we are synthesizers um you and i we're trying to we're looking at life and this is what everybody is you know deep down but we're looking at life and we're learning a lot we're seeing the books we're kind of cutting that that learning curve 
in half or so much um, faster by reading our, other people's experiences. And through that, we kind of figure out what's the best one for us. Mm-hmm. And then we're putting that out into uh, a content, whether it's written or video. And for you, you right now, it's the best experience for, for you. What do you, huh? what do you mean by that? Uh, you said what, what the best experience is for you. What do you mean by that? What do I mean by that? I mean that um, what's the best combination of all of these lessons that you've learned? And, and then once you figure that out, that becomes your embodied state, your attitude or your philosophy or your uh, way of operating through the world. Mm-hmm. And then and then that's um, that's very valuable. That's what people uh, that's what I'm doing. And that's how people help others. You know, what I mean, like uh, that's that's why people write books. But then now now you get your perspective and then. And then you can you can help other people. You know what I mean? That's something also another valuable thing about your channel that you're I can tell with that video that you're really speaking from experience, how you've applied those things. Because oftentimes mm-hmm. I feel like when you're starting out in spirituality, you don't know where to look. And oftentimes it's older people and they're already on on on, on a, um, at a different stage in the developments. And with you, because you're a young person, I think many more people, I guess can and will be able to relate because you're, you're showing it from a point which is not so much so far away from their point you know it's not such a huge step it's not so i don't know they don't have to meditate for a couple of years to be able to get into this insight you know they have they, them being where they are is enough reference experience to understand or to 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 close the gap to what you're maybe um giving um giving advice on in your videos that's mm-hmm. at least how i felt like i think that's something that's missing because i feel like you can be, you can get um, um, discouraged from putting out spiritual videos because you know there's not much you really know after a couple of years compared to those giants that are putting out videos out there um, in the spiritual community. So I feel like you can get discouraged, but at the same time, there's some there's some value to you sharing your little um, um, developments because other people it's easy for them to relate. That's what this, my experience has been like. And, it, and, as, and as long as you're actually talking from experience and not just, I don't know, um, giving out random information you've read in some book, it's going to be very, very valuable to people because they can also tell, okay, you, you're speaking from experience and it also just feels like it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I've noticed too. Like when it, there's many of those things you read um, in the higher truth, they just, they just touch something within you. You just feel like, yeah, this is, this is true, you know, <laughs> without, having, without having been there. Yeah. I will say that I'm curious. Um, oh, I will say that, you know, you can something I've learned myself is that um, at least the way I, I make content now, it's kind of like as I go, I just put out what I've learned. Um, but there's also like the the bigger concepts I'm working on in the background. Um, and and also there's a lot of spiritual people. I don't know, like I've seen the, the people on social media and YouTube. Some of the people, they're just it's not as relatable, you know, and and I think that's the problem that a lot of people are facing that, you know, people go into the spiritual community and they're like, what's well, all this talk about, you know, ascension and, uh, you know, like meditating and awakening and um, exactly. Yeah. Like people kind of get thrown off. And then, and then there's also like this space where a lot of spiritual people are actually pretty disconnected from the physical world, you know, like, um, like there is no, I don't know, like they all live in their own bubble. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And Which is so wrong also. You should be taking spirituality into everyday life. Right. And 
and it's so weird. It's like the influencers and and like you know bigger figures and stuff. Um, it's kind of uh, for me at one point it got annoying because I'd be like, "We're uh, I need something like people are watching this and you know there's a lot of mental stuff, but can people feel it in their bodies? You know what I mean? Like, is that like there's a, for example one simple thing I'd be like, "Why aren't people working out? You know, like why aren't people exercising and taking care of their bodies? You know, there's like." I don't know. I just feel like it's like a, a must, you know, if you're going to train your mind, you might as well train your body. And so that, you know, like few, like things like that, you know what I mean? So I appreciate, you know, I appreciate you saying that. And that's kind of the goal that I'm at. You know, I just want to modernize spirituality. Spirituality should be everywhere. Um, and the way, the reason I think that is because when you get, when you start talking about spirituality, you start talking about who you are at, at, at your core and, People, you know, I think that's the that's the path to healing everything in this world, whether it be to heal, like solving all problems, because people who are self-actualized are doing what they were meant to do when, you know, when they came into this earth and nothing in nature is a mistake. So you came into this world for a reason and um, and you're a part of this system and us as human beings, we can we can do a lot in terms of the evolution of this universe. And, um, and like when everybody, when people just start, like, stop, let, like, start letting go of that noise, just stop blocking that noise and connecting to who they are at the deep level, then, then, um, then it might, spirituality will look like anything, you know, spirituality will look like you carving wood or it will look like you meditating or it look like you boxing, um, or you dancing or every or anything. That's why everything, why, that's why I'm so broad, you know, cause, mm-hmm. cause at the end of the day, I just want you to, to find your essence in the things that you do, you know? What do you mean find your essence in the things you do? That, you know, like, you know how you mentioned earlier how we discover ourselves through experience? Like, mm-hmm. we're actually discovering who we are? Well, it's like, that's what really what I'm saying. Um, find your essence in the things that you do. So if you can find, like, your love or your passion or a feeling of truth in you carving wood mm-hmm. or in you uh, dancing, then then you're, you're going to get a glimpse of what it feels like to be yourself. And my job is to help you expand that glimpse and extend it into everything else that you're doing. And like really looking to capture that feeling within every single second of your life. And that's, um, that's when like, you know, you're, at, you're aligned, you know, you're direct, you're connected, you're, you're, you're ready to just, you're, you, you believe in yourself, you have this, strong sense of knowing that you are who you who you were born to be and and that you're and and so then now it becomes a thing of like okay so how do i become this this uh channel or this um mediator or this um person that aligns everything to feel like it is like to to feel connected you know what i mean where everything feels just right everything just feels like oh okay this is there's the essence there's the essence again there's spirit there's love there's uh you know, there's passion, there's truth. Um, and, and, and that's, that's like us human beings have that ability. Yeah. And unfortunately the system we're living in, <laughs> it's not built to, um, get us to that place. <laughs> yeah, are you talking about like the school system? I mean, the entire system. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. it's not, yeah. Because yeah. It's but, just, you know what though? Yeah. Uh, we are the system. Like we are the, the system. There's something that I've learned right now in my business. Like, for example, my business is a projection of myself. The system is a projection of the human beings within them. So every single person holds the system within themselves. 
Now, if they align themselves, then they will eventually align the system or revolutionize it. Exactly. I mean, that's the that's that's the line of thought that spirituality is following. That mm-hmm. everybody just has to change themselves. Everybody just has to wake up. Right? Everybody just has to um, become more conscious, and then the the whole will change by itself because everyone else, like all the small pieces, are changing. I mean, that's where it's going. I guess. Um, in that sense, you are absolutely right. Um, that we are the system. And um, also, I will say that my attention on to like the matrix and like the system, the broken system that we have now is actually my attention is like zero percent on that. And and it's kind of it's like straight positivity for me. But also the positivity isn't delusion because uh, I think that like the system I'm seeing is in my head. Like it's a like it's almost like you're able like like, you know, you said you see people's potential and stuff. But for me and and and, and I do that, too, where I project, you know, I'm like, oh, you know, people like, you know, you can do so much. Um, you're manifesting your vision you have. Yeah. In your head, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. You're not thinking about how it is. You're, you're, you have your vision, how things could be your ideals. Yeah. You're working towards them and not right. being not and not have your energy be taken up by how fucked up things are. I mean, you can always see the bad but it doesn't really aid you in, in, in helping to improve how things are. That's what you're saying, right? Right. That's it. Yeah. You, you, you know, that's it. So um... one, one, one last question I would have is um, because you, you talk so much about progression and it just got me thinking about um, because you're really concerned um, about, your, um, about your growth, about your evolution and your progression and spiritually and in different uh, planes. And I was mm-hmm. just wondering, um, just I just had this thought that in, in a sense it's, it can also be a bit um I'm just wondering I haven't thought about this it can be a bit um maybe arrogant I hope you don't get it wrong to um um to to know what exactly you need to progress isn't it I mean it's just something I thought about when we were talking about progression because you, you know what I mean that for example I'm also I'm also um concerned with my own progression but then I feel like if I were to just think about it and to intellectually approach it, and, and, and because the thing is, life knows best what's best for your progression, right? I mean, you can't think, you can't think for yourself like what's the best for your progression. Um, that's just something I wanted to ask. To um, like the, the idea you have of of what would your progression be or what do you need? Um, how do you go about that? Um, on 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 on. Um, well, how your genetic progression should look like. So I think if it, it could be arrogant if you prescribe progression for yourself, like if you kind of like medicine in the sense that um, I guess it could be arrogant in the sense that if you're saying like this is this is what I need to progress because I already I already progressed from this last thing. Like I'm already mm-hmm. like yeah. I'm already above that, you know, um, I think that is arrogance right there. Uh, so, you know, I, I, I find it so hard to, you know, I used to be like, you know, oh, I'm right here, you know, like this is, I'm an individuated being, um, self-actualized being. Uh, and I feel like, yeah, there's, there's truth in that, but at the same time, um, there's also this, this truth that like, you know, you can't, you don't know, you don't, you don't really know because there is no chart, you know, there is no, like, what are you measuring? You know, now we're measuring love. You can't measure love, um, but you can feel it. <laughs> but you can feel it, yeah. Yourself, I mean, you can you can tell yourself how much love you are. Yeah, and yeah, how much love you feel inside yourself. Yeah, and that's a good point. That's why you know, I, I, I that's why I talk about you know capturing the essence. 
like that's a feeling it's not a logical thing um yeah 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 and so but another thing is like you know this is an interesting thing where um yeah i think because there are times where you intuitively know i feel like you're like oh this is what i need you know so it's a, yeah, you it's, just gotta do it yeah you yeah have so, to do this thing <laughs> yeah yeah it's uh i but think sometimes there's fear um, also in there right you just you just feel like fuck i'm so afraid of doing this but you know deep down this is what you need to yeah. grow yeah yeah it's um i'm thinking about this is where we get to like different levels of knowing where i think that when it, it, arrogance can only exist at the level of the mind like logic um mm -hmm. intelligence and because that's kind of the ego but intuition is a level above that you exactly, know yeah so so like you can like you said where you have that thing where i'm still afraid to do it um i think everybody has always everybody does <laughs> it every, something every, you're afraid of doing <laughs> yeah but then sometimes you just get used to the fear so much that it becomes fun um that's a great state to be in where you're like embracing challenges that's yeah. a different perspective i think you have to take it on you otherwise you, you're gonna you're gonna become like a bitter person because life is full of suffering and hardships and obstacles And if you don't adapt this view of embracing it and, and seeing it as an opportunity to grow, it's going it, you're going to be quickly, the game is going <laughs> to become unfun very fast. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, also something that I've, you know, that I've felt, you know, uh, just recently, because I had my performance and I was going to perform on in front of hundreds of people. First time I've ever done that. Uh -huh. um, the I was nervous as hell. <laughs> like I was yeah. so nervous, dude. <laughs> I thought I was gonna puke or something. Like I've never oh had, <laughs> I've never had it like that. You know, I never had it happen like that. That feeling. Um, like my, I mean, I had also drank the night before, and and like I'm pretty sure that has something to do with it. But still, like, um, I could feel that feeling. I'm like, damn, I've never like this is so scary, dude. I'm also really scared, and I could feel the negative spiral. I could feel mm -hmm. myself going there, and then I was trying to figure out what is what is what is the thought pattern that I need right now to kind of like alleviate or redirect that and the fear came from me thinking about this being the moment of my life or this being a huge moment in my life and yeah, putting it in a two in a two grand lights yeah it's most, most often that's the thing yeah, yeah just just like when you meet women when you're like oh my god this is this is really important this has to work <laughs> yeah right <laughs> and, yeah and you start getting nervous because you're you're making it such a big thing yeah and yeah and you understand that so then like I guess the thing, the thing that worked for me was just thinking about it like, well, this is just the first of many, you know, this is just like, I'm so small. I'm just so small. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like the, the way out of the fear is just re recognizing your, 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 just how small you are in, in this whole journey of life. Um, so I hope that helps people out, whoever's struggling, you know, facing a, a fear right now. And they're trying, they know in their intuition that they got to do it, but they're so afraid. It's like, you know, you're still breathing. You know what I mean? You're still breathing. And this is, this is just like a, another step onto this huge journey that you have. And, and the journey is infinite. And I think, and I think that's truth. You know, I feel like the, the reason the fear dissipates is because it's truth. You know, it, it's like, you know, fear can't exist in the face of truth. And, and, and the truth is that you're an infinite being and, and, uh, and, and you're just going through the motions of this story that you're, that, you know, <laughs> that you have. And I'm you're thinking, writing. I'm just imagining you standing there at, at, at the stage, and then you become really nervous. <laughs> and 
and then <laughs> you're giving yourself this advice. I'm an infinite being. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, okay, being. this doesn't help much. Thanks, uh, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, in, but you know what? It, it actually, uh, well, that like you can say that, but you got to actually feel it. You know what I mean? You got to yeah, actually feel that's it. That's what I'm ah, saying. You have to be aware of those things. Yeah, yeah. And, and, uh, <laughs> I was still nervous, bro. I was like, I still knew it. Uh, I was like, okay, this is just a small step. And then my feelings kind of subsided. But on the way to like, it was a long walk to the stage. Um, I was still nervous, but then it dissipated. Once I saw the stage right there and like the performers were right there in front of me. And I was the next one in line um, with with my with my also with my teammates. And, And that's the interesting thing where, you know, like, when you're looking at it at face value, when you're actually there, it's not as big as you thought it was, right? And that's where everybody, that's what everybody says. But, you know, I think uh, the feeling of, I think, I guess, I hope that that helps people that, you know, um, try to reframe everything as if it's just the beginning. Uh, and so, yeah, hope that helps. Yeah, perspective <laughs> is everything. It's something I've it learned is. very early. And it, it really is everything. Yeah. And, and, um, I just wanted to say something to you regarding the stage thing. Um, like I forgot. <laughs> yeah, uh, we can try retrace. We can try retrace. So we were talking about. So what like, was the last thing you said? Um, that you can. Uh, I hope. It I know. I, I got it. I got it. I got it. Oh, you got it. I just okay. want to say that um, this is a really great moment to see how you're constructing your own reality with your minds, mm-hmm. because because in your minds, being at like. The way you see it, the way you frame it in your own mind, determines like the emotions in your in your in your body. Because mm-hmm. because you see it, it's such a huge thing, which your own mind does. Um, I, I feel like just just a great way because you can like feel the emotional impacts so yeah. heavily of how you see this situation, which is mind made, right? And the power of yeah of your yeah. mind <laughs> to to flip that, huh? The power to flip that, to be able to flip that into something else. I, um, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I think I kind of learned this a little bit, kind of uh, where your body doesn't know the difference between, you know, good or bad. It just feels um, well in the sense that, you know, nervousness can also be seen as excitement. As, as, like the physiological response in your body yeah, is the same. Sure, yeah. yeah. So when you're feeling that, you know, feeling that emotion of like, ah, I'm scared, I gotta run, you know, just like, uh instead of just ignoring it and or trying to put it down maybe just say i'm actually excited or this is something you know there's just a small step like you know I, there's so much more there's so much more so and that i think that that was another thing you know just so much more there, there's going to be so much more so um, and you can be sure that you're going to be growing from this afterwards yeah after yeah, that's another thing. That, this is something you can really be happy about because you know you know exactly because it's so tough you're going to grow a lot from this right yeah yeah, yeah, so um, extremely important. I think it's, I think it's, but that's what I mean. You know that like so many tools and ideas that I've picked up, and sometimes I don't know you are too, but I just I don't know like a little book where I write all those things in, mm-hmm. and it's just full of so many like so many wisdoms. You know, mm-hmm. but 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 you can't have them all at once everywhere. You know, you just forget those things. That's why I was asking this question at the beginning because I just noticed after a while that this, those things that actually stick are those things that I've experienced myself, reflected on, and I can, I've, I've really learned out of my own experience, you know, or I've, re- or I've really, um, insights I've got, my meditating or whatever, like mm-hmm. living, <laughs> basically. Yeah, just living. <laughs> Instead of 
picking them up from like some random YouTube video or some book or so. Not that I'm saying that those things don't have a value, right. that, you can't, um, that they can't have a positive impact or you can't learn something from them. But just, especially in our age, which is just the, the age of uh, information mm-hmm. overload. <laughs> right, right. It can be um, sometimes a bit, especially for people who are really curious and want to keep expanding their wisdom and their knowledge. I feel like it can be sometimes too much. That's why I've myself adopted a slower um, approach to things. But again, it was still inspiring to see you, I don't know, ha- being able to handle all the information you've read upon and, 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 and handling it and putting it, putting it so, I don't know, so confidently. It really seemed like you really know those things, you know, that you're putting out there in the videos. Um, and I was uh, very, um, very, very inspired and um it's quite remarkable to be able to, to do that, yeah. to share a system of uh, <laughs> your your system of how to best integrate those those things. Yeah, know, yeah. Um, that would be an interesting video. Yeah, I, I'll. Uh, I mean, this is kind of was it was it helpful? I I do want to because I like to think about like you know me explaining how the brain works and how you know everything is just connection and and it's not really about you know like a linear expansion, but more so of a of a connecting so it's all just intertwined of different knots yeah 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 something um, i've also noticed when i when i when i read up on something and i'm like and i see parallels for example i don't know i read some buddhist text right then i see parallels to a book i've read i'm like holy shit then it's so much easier to to remember those things yeah and it's just so interesting then and this is the most interesting thing i, I find that you read something here and then you read a, a book that doesn't seem to have any connection to that but then you find some wisdom in there like you see a parallel that's when it gets really interesting. That's that's something I really love about spirituality. That you just yeah. start seeing so many parallels. You just feel like it's, it's it's the best base education you can get for life, you know? Right. Because when you get like many of those basic concepts, I feel like they help you in so many different areas because because of the parallels they are. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's like, uh, I think I just see it as, as myself, you know, like just adding more complexity within me. and And then I'm like a tool life you know like i'm a versatile tool so i'm a i'm able to solve problems because i know all these other things um and like physics because I, you know what i mean like because i know a little bit about chemistry or because i know a little bit about dance and i just keep on connecting the dots something interesting i would say uh for you to check out would be complex systems yeah they're just like thousands of books i want to read <laughs> yeah I, I i i took a course i took a course oh, okay, but it was it wasn't it was so random maybe, maybe you can make a video I'll, I'll probably make, I'll make a video. I'll keep talking dist- about it. And distill it. I think, um, I think actually this, this, uh, tomorrow I'm, I'm thinking about talking about my vision and how like my vision for the future and then talking about fractals because, because that's how, that's the, that's at the basis of how I see it all working out. So I, I'll probably, I'll probably talk about that tomorrow. And, um, uh, what do you mean by fractals? Do you mean that every piece has everything else in it? Yeah uh okay. that's a that's a complex system fractals are a complex system so i was, another, just, uh, I was just thinking about the mandelbrot set when you were talking about fractals the what sorry the mandelbrot set what set sorry the, the mandelbrot i can't um, i can i can write it in the chat if you yeah want. right in the chat sure really. never, um, mandelbrot oh i think i know is it the one with the uh it has like it a, looks like a small buddha okay i think i know what you're talking about yeah i, yeah, think, but I think you should you should know the end it's it's a if it's a fractal it has a fractal pattern. Yes, yeah. It is a fractal. It, yeah. I think it was the. the I think first it was one? the. Yes, exactly. I think it's the. Yeah. I don't know much about math, but I think it was it like was a computer the, generated one, right? 
And uh, they, they found it. Oh, they found it. Yes, basically. And I think that's the, um, the equation or something like that to, uh, to understand fractals mathematically or to be able to um, visualize them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. That's, a, that's also a complex system. So we are a complex system. The most complex. The most, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. So that's how information is integrated so well. And that's how we can carry so much within ourselves, you know? So if you think about life in terms of fractals, then, um, then you're, t- then you create, you're talking about the most efficient manner of learning. Interesting. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm looking forward to that video. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll talk about it. I'll talk a little bit about it tomorrow. I'll, uh, I'm going to be working on that today. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, so we're all set. You, you have anything else you want to say? No, I think it's, it's, <laughs> it's been one hour and, uh, almost been two hours yeah um, it was good but it was really fun talking to you and um i would be glad to uh, do it again sometime in the future i think yeah sounds good yeah. um let me see uh i think we're yeah i was just if you if you need anything dude just let me know um yeah all right so uh thank you guys for joining on the podcast thanks for tuning in first time i've run it down that far so if you made it all the way appreciate you uh listening uh, make sure to tune in to my live streams every Sunday at 2 p.m. Uh, Pacific time or MST. And I'll see you guys soon. Okay. So remember, stay lucid and uh, take care.